The following podcast contains strong language and adult themes and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Shotgun with me. Morning to you, Agent Pierce. Morning. There's a pot of diesel waiting for you inside the station if you're in need of a boost. No, thank you. We got ourselves a bear hunt. I can see that. Bobby says he was in touch with you about the latest attack. Dynamosis. Came out of surgery okay, but she's in a coma. I heard, yes. And now you're wasting your time with this charade. I'm gonna take care of my own. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody! Let's get this thing started. Listen up. There's a killer in the woods, and it's taken some good souls from us. First Sandy Evans, then Jessica Riley. And now you might have heard about Dinah Moses, who's currently in serious condition at the hospital. God help them, and God help their families. Now you know... When a bear develops a taste for people, it's going to keep coming. It's going to hurt more of us. And I can't stand by. I won't stand by. You've heard what you're up against. We got people saying they've spotted tracks as big as a catcher's mitt. It's going to be one for the record books, boys. So who here is going to bring me back this grizz? I don't care if it's run down by a truck or pumped full of lead or torn apart by dogs just as long as the damn thing's dead. You got your traps. You got your dogs. You got your guns, boys. Tell me you got your guns. Hey. This is your chance to make a difference in this town. Consider yourselves deputized. Officially, as of this moment, you are my deputies. And look, $10,000, courtesy of good old Joe Langrock, goes to whoever brings me back that bear. Now go on, go on, get out of here. Go be the heroes this town has and this town needs. Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night. Chapter 5, Into the Woods. Should have seen the pep rally outside. You can hear it fine from in here. I can't tell if Ridge actually believes in this bull or if he just wants to make it look like he's doing something. Maybe both, maybe both. Seems to be good at working all sides of every situation. He offers us help and gives us tips, even as he keeps information from us like Logan's arrest. He wants to control the narrative of the town. Because he's hiding something. Take a look at this. Huh. I was digging through some of the station's old surveillance footage. This is from the night Mallory told us about. Bar fight from a few weeks ago. Logan got hit with a tranquilizer and hauled in by the cops. No mugshot, no record of the arrest. But there he is. Passed out on the floor of the cell. Yeah, not for long. This is 5 a.m. Let me jog it forward a few minutes. 
and our very own Sheriff Ridge comes calling. Rise and shine, gorgeous. Come on now. Ass and gear up. There you go. How do you feel? Heard you knocked back a handle of whiskey. Chase that with a tranquilizer to the throat, and you got the makings of the worst hangover in history. Can you hey? Hey. Can you walk? If you can walk, follow me. Logan just stands there, swaying. Maybe he's nauseous. Or maybe he's thinking what I'm thinking. Cell door left wide open, no bracelets on his wrist, no gun trained on him. Sheriff's not stupid. You don't want to sleep through this part, I promise you. block and I picked them up about two minutes later in the rear parking lot. You see? Cameras nested just above the exit giving us a clear view. Of a black SUV parked out back. Just watch. What the hell is this? This is your get out of jail free card. Better not screw it up. Go pay your respects. No, you don't sound like a sheriff to me. You sound like somebody's gimp. <laughs> After what happened last night, I could bring the book down on you so hard, throw you in a cage for six months waiting for a lawyer to show up. You expect me to say thanks? That ain't happening. Why they care about a low life like you, I got no idea. Dave, oh, now you got me curious. dark, the visibility is terrible, but if I zoom in right here and clarify, license plate comes into view. You can only get the first three digits, but I already good. know who it is. We need to go. We gotta talk to Mallory. I'll explain on the drive. So bring me up to speed here. What'd you find? Something about... You mentioned something about a voicemail Logan left. You see that? What? On the roof of the Jesus. car coming toward us. It's bleeding all over the windshield. A black bear. They killed a black bear. Sheriff offers a $10,000 reward and now it's open season on every bear within 100 miles. Idiots. Where's your tablet? Bag. So wait... Logan left a voicemail for someone. About 12 hours after he got bailed out. He's clearly drunk and disquieted. Hmm. There are only two payphones in town. On a whim, I scanned the dial history on both of them. The payphone outside a convenience store and bait shop included three calls to New Orleans. From there, I hacked the voicemail of the New Orleans number. Turns out it was Logan's ex, Maureen. Well, pull it up on your tablet I wasn't looking for trouble, but 
trouble found me. There were a dozen of them. You know, maybe more. I don't know. I should have let them get in a few hits. But, hey, they, they deserved their asses handed to them. Well, maybe you're not picking up because they're already gone. Yeah, I hope that's the case. Get out of New Orleans. If those Weapon X pricks are sniffing my tracks, they'll find you. <clears throat> There's always a rich bastard no matter where you go, isn't there? And there's a rich bastard here. Bailed me out. Drove me around in his fancy-ass rig. Asked me to work for him. You know, I asked him... I asked him what the work is. And he said... Enforcement. Enforcement. <laughs> no, and I, I asked him how much, how much money is he offering. And he tells me. And it's a number with a few too many zeros in it. So I let out a long whistle, and I tell him to suck it. And he didn't like that. He asked me to reconsider. So I don't, I don't say nothing. And you know what he does? He locks the doors. This guy, he thinks he's tough shit. Got his muscles from a gym, you know. His name's Brent. What the hell kind of a name is Brent? So I said, I said to him, you know. You better let me off here, Brent. And he reaches beneath his seat. And even through that cloud of duty-free perfume he's wearing, I can smell the clock. I'd had enough. I said, stop the car, Bob. I said, stop the car. Or I'm gonna open you up and see what you had for breakfast. Yeah, he let me go. But he said I'd better skip town. Because it's just a matter of time before they come after me. That would be easier, wouldn't it? To run. But you know, I don't take kindly to threats. And there's something rotten going on in this town. And now that I've called the scent, I'm gonna hunt it down. So, a few weeks ago, Logan says he doesn't like being threatened. That he's going hunting. And then an entire crew of fishermen employed by the Langrocks ends up dead. Seems pretty damning. There's a lot of uncharted territory between those two points. Like, why did the Langrocks try to recruit Logan in the first place? Enforcement. It makes sense that they'd hire a mercenary for dirty work, somebody who's discardable, like the fishermen they hire every season. Mm -hmm, makes sense. They already have their own security team, and by all appearances, the sheriff seems to be in their pocket. So what do you think, narco stuff? Drug shipment on the boat remains a theory. We still don't have proof that it ever happened. But we strongly suspect it did. And if there's a drug pipeline running through here, you want some muscle on your side, maybe someone with experience on the water, maybe... Someone who can guard the boats, huh? I don't... No, what, what? Is this an accident? I don't think so. Uh, there's Bobby up ahead. Hmm. Put down your window. Hey, Bobby! Bobby, come here! Hey! Hey, you're just in time. Brent Langrock was in radio contact about a half hour ago. He's tracking a grizzly through Split Rock Canyon. Said it's one of the biggest he's seen. What? 
Bobby, this isn't. Oh, a you should come watch. There's an overlook down this trail just past the pullout. Bobby. It's gonna be man against beast. You know what? I'll come. What? You go ahead, Agent Pierce. I'll grab a ride back to the station with Bobby. You know as well as I do, a bear did not kill those women, Agent Marshall. I could care less about the bear. I'm interested in Brent Langrock. nothing on that recording about Mallory. Why are you going to see her at the sawmill? Because Logan called Mallory right after hanging up on Maureen. Say hi to the bear. Excuse me. Hello? Help you? Special Agent Pierce. I'm hoping to talk to one of your employees, Mallory London. What do you want with Mallory? To talk. She in trouble? Can I talk to her? <sighs> I think she's loading pallets onto a truck that's going out. Come on. I gotta admit, when I first saw you, I was hoping you'd hear about the strawberry kids. Why would you hope that? Yeah, see that truck over there? One with a busted grill? Yeah, I see it. Brake lines got cut by those little bastards. Driver rear-ended another rig on a downhill? Pfft, lucky didn't get killed. But I'm down three trucks because of them. Timing couldn't be worse. Langrock just closed on a land auction. Anyway, here, come on in. What's this land auction? 10,000 acres of national forest. Prime old growth. I need every saw oiled and every tire on the road. Now there's Mallory. Mallory! Ah, she's got her earplugs in. Hey, hey, Mallory! Yeah? Uh, you got a visitor. This is, uh... Agent Pierce? What do you want? Can we take a walk? Why? I've got nothing more to say. I came all the way out here. Yeah, but we already talked. I already told you what I knew. Now you're going to tell me some more. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, have fun, you two. And Mallory, yeah. however long this takes, you're going to need to make up for lost time. All hands on deck right now. Part of the midnight oil, etc. So... We could talk here, or we could talk someplace quiet. You should, you should go. You seem nervous, Mallory. I'm not nervous. Really? Because you keep looking over your shoulder. What are you looking for? Come on, let's talk outside. Quiet there. You heard there was another attack. Look, shouldn't you be talking to Dinah Moses? As soon as she wakes up, I'll be at her bedside. Well, when you do, she's probably going to tell you about the timber sale. You mean this land auction? Yep, that's the one. Now, look, I need to go. Why won't you talk to me? I want to protect people like Dinah. I want to make sure no one else gets hurt. I know Logan called you, Mallory. Why? What did he say? Where is he? He said not to talk to you, said not to trust you. Did he say why? Isn't that enough? He doesn't say much, so when he says anything, I listen. And do you know where he is right now? I need to get back to work. You know, I looked you up, but there's not much to find. A high school diploma, a few waitress gigs, there's a court record from when you were a kid, but it's been expunged since you were a minor. Tell me about your tattoos. Oh my god, you came all the way out here to ask me about my tattoos? You're a poet. I'm guessing you put some thought into them. What about the salmon on your wrist? I got that when I decided to move here. It looks different than a normal tattoo. Well, it's called skin stitching. The Inupiaq are known for it. You use a needle and thread to get the pigment under the skin. My great-great-great-grandmother was Inupiaq, and I don't know, I guess that's one of the reasons I came to Alaska. I'm trying to rediscover myself or some bullshit. Why is that bullshit? Because I came all the way up here, and life sucks just as hard. 
I guess that makes the salmon kind of ironic. How? How do you mean? Ugh. Because they go on this huge migration, crash their way upriver, they fight the current pushing back against them, they finally get back to where they were born, and they die. They just die. As I said before, I don't read poetry, so I'm not sure I understand what you mean. But you move to the state with the highest mortality rate per capita, you engage in extreme sports that will kill you, and you get a tattoo that's a metaphor for your own death. Should I be worried about you? You're not my parents. Oh no, get down! <gasps> Pierce, you're covered with blood. There was an explosion at the mill. What was it? One of the machines? No. It was a truck. One of the tractor trailers. It was the same tractor trailer that Mallory was loading. Mallory! Mallory! Where are you going? Help! Help! The mill manager, his whole body was a mess of splinters. Wood was spiking out of him like porcupine quills. What happened? I can't see. I can't see my eyes. One of his lungs appeared punctured. He couldn't even close his left eye because of a shard spiking out of it. I can't see. Oh, damn, damn, damn. Oh, you're I got something that will help. Hold still. I'm going to give you a shot in the shoulder. It will make this pain better. I promise. Those cost 20k a pop. We were only supposed to use them as relaxing for interrogations. He needed it. Please don't let me be blind. No. Take a breath. Take a breath. Breathe. There. Now what happened? I was... I was... Uh, I was walking toward the truck. And it just blew the hell up. And now I can't see nothing. I can't see. The trailer was fully loaded with lumber. There was shredded metal and splintered wood everywhere. The truck was blown forward 20 feet. So the blast came from the load itself? Cops are picking apart the site right now, trying to figure that out. What do you think? I think Logan's gone to war with the Langrocks, and I think the Strawberry Kids and Mallory might have joined him. Okay, let's get a wire on her cell. Already dead. Okay. So, here we have the Langrocks sponsoring bear hunts and pumping money into the community. And then there's what happens in the shadows. Brent's trying to hire out Logan for muscle, and Ridge appears to be in their pocket. Don't forget the question of the timber sale and drug running. We're not anywhere close to figuring this all out, are we? Tell me what happened in Split Rock Canyon. The last time we heard from Brent, he had shot the bear twice right. and it hadn't slowed down. What kind of gun was he using? Uh, well, most would go for a 375 or a 450, but uh, Brent's different. He prefers to hunt with pistols, bows, and knives. Oh. Uh, let's sit up here, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get a good view from this uh, crap. Uh, he should be coming up from the North Channel. Okay. Bobby. Yeah? What is that? What is all that? Uh, what? 
Oh, you mean the carvings? Yeah, there's carvings all over the canyon walls. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are petroglyphs. Or is it pictographs? Uh, it's made of art. Huh. Of what? I don't know, uh, bears and wolves and suns. Well, this is where the first men came over, you know? Yeah. Uh, archaeology of this place goes back like a million years ago. I think that's one of the reasons that the Aurora cult came here. Uh, the prophet said something in one of his broadcasts about the sacredness of this place and the, the dawn of man or something. There was no way out. The canyon was high-walled with basalt. More and more people were showing up by the minute, some of them with folding chairs and coolers. It's like they were waiting for a parade. Some natives showed up, too, from Ekwok village, two men. They kept shaking their heads. We really need to get out there. If we can't talk to Dinah Moses, we can at least talk to her family and friends. Agreed. Um, so we were at the canyon a good ten minutes, and Bobby chatted the whole time, and then... Here they come, boys. Look, look alive. There was a straight shoot, maybe 50 yards long, before the canyon turned to bend. That's where Brent came from. Brent's built like a running back, outfitted from head to toe. You would have guessed him a soldier. He plowed through the water while looking over his shoulder. His face was sliced up on one side. We heard the bear before we saw it. Then it turned the corner following him, and even from a distance, it looked impossibly big. Massive triangle of a head, silver-backed hump. Just muscle and fur and fat. Maybe the sheriff was right. That thing looked like it could have eaten its way through the whole town. And it was hunting Brent. Then, um... Then Brent slowed down and leaned over as if he were studying the water. Trudged a few more steps and faced the bear. He just reached down and unbuckled a buoy knife and withdrew it. The bear charged. Brent had laid traps in the river. He had acted as bait and led the bear right into them. He waited until the bear weakened, until the just the right moment. And then he dodged forward and plunged the knife into its ribs. Again and again and again. There was a crowd of people along the edge of the canyon watching, but none of them were cheering. None of them looked relieved. They looked afraid. Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night, starring Richard Armitage as Wolverine, directed by Brendan Baker, assistant directed by Chloe Presinos, produced by Jenny Radlett and Daniel Fink, written by Benjamin Percy. Scott Adsit as Sheriff Ridge, Bob Balaban as Joseph Langrock, Zoe Chow as Mallory, Otto Isondo as Agent Marshall, 
Celia Keenan-Bolger as Agent Pierce, Andrew Keenan-Bolger as Bobby, Brian Stokes Mitchell as Prophet, James Hindman as Sawmill Manager, Lannan Kalea as Brent Langrock, Gordon Tashjian as Man at Bear Hunt. Our associate producer is Chloe Wilson. Our production manager is Emily Pontecorvo. Casting by Shana Markowitz. Our recording engineer is Colin Alexander. Production assistance from Stephanie Karayuki, Carly Krim, and Frank Cooper. Original composition by Dayru. Additional music by Max Spranzi. Sound design and mixing by Brendan Baker and Chloe Prasinos. Post-production services provided by Phenomophon. Production legal by Eric Spiegelman, Lindsay Bowen, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Dan Buckley, Joe Casada, Dan Silver, Axel Alonso, and Chris Bannon. Our executive editor is Peter Clowney. Marvel's consulting producers are Harry Goh and Sarah Amos. Special thanks to CDM Studios, Matt Gorley, Parabolic Studios, SAG-AFTRA, and Wagon Road Camp. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. For even more Wolverine, The Long Night, listen to The Marvel After Show, hosted by Christina Harrington and Gerard Milligan. Wolverine is a production of Marvel and Stitcher, 